0: What has your life on Hi-Fi?
1: The Search for Clarity has my life on Hi-Fi.
0: You're listening to Life on Hi-Fi, the podcast. And I'm your host, Dominic Justina.
1: It really doesn't matter if I create a masterpiece or not. It doesn't matter who likes it. As long as I'm enjoying the process, that's all that
0: matters. Follow me as we talk about relationships, love, purpose, passion, you name it.
1: Focusing on what you have versus what you don't have uh, can be a huge game changer
0: a public expression of freedom is just i don't know like it was so 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 liberating for me
1: do what you have to do yeah. take some time off if you need to but when all is said and done you gotta keep moving forward
0: let's commit to living our best lives together shall we welcome back my friends did you know life on high is now on youtube That's right, and you can catch full visuals of this episode on my YouTube page if you head over to Dominic Justina. So my guest today's name is Flo, a creative in transit, he recently quit his roles as financial advisor at CIBC and creative director of Yawa Magazine to embark on a new journey of self-discovery. Follow along as we touch on fear, love, money, and peeling back the layers of who we are. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, Flo. Thanks for joining me. It's been overdue. Um, I call you Flo, but for the culture, would you like to just show exactly how your name's pronounced?
1: Oh wow, exactly would be uh, mm-hmm. Falara Oluarin. That's my full name, um, and that mm-hmm. means I walk in the wealth of go- God. 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 Um, the shorter version of that is Falarin, and then the even mm-hmm. shorter version of that is Flo, which you call me um but yeah thanks so much for having me on it's it's really a pleasure like uh, i've been excited for this
0: Sweet, well, thanks for joining me, because I know you're busy too. Um, do you want to share how we met or would you like me to share?
1: Um, you know I don't I, I don't remember exactly. I know like our connection, but I actually don't remember exactly our first conversation, so maybe you remind me and then we'll go from there.:
0: You don't remember. <laughs> I'm so offended.
1: <laughs> there have been so
0: many That's not the answer. <laughs>
1: there' have been so many good ones since that the first one, yeah <laughs> was so long ago.
0: No worries, I got this. We were connected because we didn't actually meet me like that. But a shout out to our mutual coach, Andrew Moss. Yes. He basically was like, I think you guys should be introduced because we we're in the period of COVID. Um, you guys are kindred spirits. And he was not wrong. No. So we met on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's, That's
1: what mentioned. I was, I was like, I like. It wasn't a familiar thing. But yeah, LinkedIn. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's kind of funny. That's like the most professional. <laughs> Like, I don't think LinkedIn describes our connection. Like, it, it just at sounds all. very... That's
1: why it feels foreign. Like, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's other people I would remember that for sure. But like, yeah, it was a LinkedIn conversation. And I think I took maybe four days to respond to the to the message. Um, and then I was like, I'm really bad at this. Please send me a, a message on, on some of the platform. And then it was, it was great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You were very upfront with being bad at <laughs> bad at but then we we also were really good at like jumping on a video call right after so i think that really helped because if we just left it to linkedin mm-hmm. see this is why you need multiple social media platforms if we just left it to linkedin i don't think we would have felt much of a no, connection not so. at all
1: not at all yeah yeah but he was, he was but totally yeah Shout out. Right. To- sorry go ahead i was what he was totally right about us you know being on the same page so yeah shout out to you about to give him a shout out
0: Yeah, I was also going to give a shout out to like business school because that's where we met. That's where the grind started um, for us in terms of how we aligned um, on that path and why he thought we were kindred spirits, just in like an entrepreneur sense, I guess. But um, you're still in business school. And when I met you, you were doing the most like you were doing business school. But guys, he's also he was also, you know, full time financial advising at CIBC, um creative director for his own magazine yawa also you know doing a podcast also helping other creatives so and god knows what else that wasn't really listed and then i i gave you i reached out to you the other day and you were basically i was shocked (laughs) to say the least you're telling me how things have changed how things have changed for you yeah for sure so um I mean, now your email still says financial advisor at CIVC and creative director at YAWA. Oh, that's it? <laughs> so it does. Oh, it does. It. But oops, it's okay. It's okay. It takes time. It does. It really
1: does. It takes really time. How, does. Does. Really does.
0: Really how does. would you, for somebody who's a complete stranger, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Like they have no insight into what you've done in the past, any achievements or. Who you were in the past?
1: Uh, you know that's so that's so interesting. Um, actually, just hearing you describe sort of the moment that I was in when we met is is is. Um, I, I kind of feel like a pit in my stomach because like there was a lot going on during that time. Um, what October I think October November I was also producing this like video series that we were doing at the time as well as like the magazine, the podcast, full time work, and school. Um so that was a lot of stress. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of stress. Um I can imagine. Yeah. H- how would I introduce myself to someone who had never met me like a complete stranger on this on the street kind of thing? Um I've been learning over the last few months to separate like what I do from who I am. Um and I don't know that I I have like a a perspective on who I am just yet like or how I would introduce myself as like, a person, you know. Little bio, I struggle with that really. Um, so it's it's tough to answer that question super directly. Obviously, like I, I would I would I've attached a lot of the stuff that I do to my identity, which is unwise <laughs> um, because when you change what you do, we all
0: do it. Yeah, we do. do right? Let me like, just let me just stop you. That yeah, because we do it, and I that's one of the things I was talking about. I think in some of my one of my previous podcasts but like I talk about it all the time in my head is the danger of attaching or achievements to our identity mm, mm. real stuff real it's, stuff it's, sorry to cut you off no no no. But I'm glad
1: you added that just to like not make me feel alone in that but um it's we, we all do it it's a terrible habit um and so in the last couple of months since things have changed as you can imagine I'm having a not great time like describing who I am or what I do to people because like um, you know, for your audience, I, I as she mentioned in October, I was working as a financial advisor, working as a creative director for um, our magazine Yawa, which we started a couple of years ago. Hosting a podcast, two takes in a pod, producing a video series, uncomfortable conversations, um, and a master's student at Queens University. And today, only one of those things is true, which is like master's uh, student at Queens University. So it's tough, but I will say like, I can describe myself as, um, as a creator, someone who loves to create and loves to be in the space with creatives. Um, I admire people who are able to you know, produce magic out of thin air in whatever medium art, um, writing, you know, working with producers, directors, it's just so super fascinating. So, um, that's probably one word that I've got right now. Um, I like speaker. Because I love to, I love to talk, as you will find out if you continue to listen to this episode. Um, but, um, but I, I like to share knowledge and share, um, you know, my experience and any insight that I have through my experiences with people. So I like that angle as a way to describe myself. And then, you know, you can add things like brother, friend, um, you know, sometimes lover. <laughs> so those are kind of the words.
0: Sometimes I would, lover,
1: depending on the day um okay
0: depending on an interesting yeah
1: sometimes fighter too interesting. you know um
0: sometimes lover sometimes fighter yeah I, this this i think this um as the stranger like let's say i'm the stranger this answer is getting more and more interesting as we go on Good. <laughs> as we go on but i love what happened there because i don't know if you noticed at first you were talking about the titles talking about the because you're in a transition period Absolutely, yeah. that's what you are and so the, there's no there's no one thing that describes exactly what you're doing right now mm-hmm. not saying that there should or will ever be just one thing but there is no one concrete thing as it has been in the past one two three concrete concrete things which is fine but what you did was you melted away that like idea of using those titles while explaining to me mm-hmm. And you basically said, "Here's what I know, hmm. right, speaker. Here's what I know, creative." And that's that's kind of where I was trying to get, you know, me to go. The the answer. That's where I was. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I love that. I really love that.
1: You know, there was that like one month or something that we, we hadn't spoken and then like all the changes happened <laughs> and you were like, what um, happened? <laughs> what the heck? And, and I had gotten to a point where I'd realized that I was just holding on to things for dear life. Um, and, mm. and you kind of have to like, and then you lose a lot, you know, when you do that, right? Um, of, of your internal. So yeah, I, I, those are the things yeah. that I know right now. And then hopefully as I continue to explore, Um, what I know. You can add more things, um, but not titles, more just things that are closer to the essence. I don't know how to phrase that properly, but um, when you add the titles, I think you get attached to the title versus like, um, you know, the intention behind that. Let me just leave it there. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, hopefully I don't add more titles and just more stick to like this. This is what I'm offering the world. This is how I'm like showing up in a space you know oh I like that yeah yeah this is how I'm showing up write
0: that down write that down (laughs) 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 but like but what you're saying to me and I think Oprah spoke on this with a guest she had I'm so bad with names I might just go and reference them research after but basically she was talking about this idea of a creative signature and so the what we're doing now while we're living is we're getting closer and closer to knowing what that creative signature is, which is the core of the most authentic version of ourselves. I think, um, as you move forward and as I move forward, I hope that we are able to peel, peel away the outer layers and really get to that authentic part of who we are so that it bleeds into every, any and every other thing that we do. Yeah. And I think you're you've started the process and um I'm very, I'm very inspired by the changes that you've made as scary as they sound. And that's basically one of the next things I wanted to talk to you about because you've been shedding labels, mm. right? Um, recently, you quit your full-time job and this is a legitimate job at a really great organization. Mm. Um, you walked away from the podcast um, and you kind of put down the the magazine. Um, so how? how do you How did you bring yourself to doing that? Because that's hard.
1: Uh, yeah, painfully. I think if I can describe it in one word, um, yeah, but but uh th- that that what you talked about just now, a creative signature and then peeling out the layers is so fascinating, because like if I think about the people I admire the most, um public figures, you no, know, mm-hmm. um, they all have like whatever work that they do you can always feel that it's them authentically, like that's them. You know, if you think how Will Smith shows up in any space, it's like, that's okay. That's a Will Smith film, or that's clearly a Will Smith project or Will Smith on YouTube. Oh, that I feel like that's him. Um, not comparing myself at all to Will Smith, um, unless, of course, you... <laughs> that would be a bad... Unless you want to do that, bad place I'm not to. saying no. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know... Um, Walking away from not just a job, but what was essentially a career was hard Mm -hmm. because I could see a path. I could see 10 years down the line, you know, being in that same role or that title, having a much bigger portfolio, having built connections, having been successful because I wasn't doing poorly. Um, It's not like I was, uh, I'd failed out of that um which was which was another thing that was like really difficult to come to terms with because I think um sometimes you can self-sabotage and then that's your excuse to quit like oh well I suck anyway so I can just go do something else but to be um to be good at this to having been rewarded with promotions and and in other ways but then still feel at the core what I was feeling was like I'm getting really good at the wrong thing right and and that's not a rewarding space to be in like I if if in five years I'm still in this space and I'm even better I'm going to still feel shit (laughs) um so Mm -hmm. I I had to really evaluate that and that wasn't really like an easy conversation to have with myself but but it ended up being necessary because I think there's only so much room or runway that you have and only so much peace of mind that you can give to that you know Um, so that on its own was a difficult thing to come to terms with. Um and and the podcast and Yawa was a little bit different because uh for for two years or so, you know, to come up with something from scratch and build it into what we were able to build it into, that takes like incredible effort, day-to-day commitment. It was hard. A lot of times a lot of times I didn't want to do it. All other times it was incredibly rewarding um as a as a process and you know, I could see impact, you know, I could see how we were impactful Mm -hmm. in the community that we were trying to serve. I could see how people would look at it and go, yo, this is fairly interesting. I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, So having that sort of validation from the people that we were creating for was an interesting thing to experience, but also is kind of what made it hard to say that um, even though, again, we're, doing this and I see potential in where we're going um, I don't know that I can continue um, because like I don't think I had done the work of like peeling back like you had said earlier at the top right to understand what is authentically me how do I want to show up in this space be it Yawa be it the podcast be it the working as a financial advisor right like um, I don't know that I had come to terms with how I wanted to show up um, and I needed to do that work. And you kind of need time and space to be able to do that. Um, and intentionality, right? You kind of need to be actively thinking about these things. Um at least I felt like I needed it to, and I couldn't do it all at the same time. Now, what was really a key player in me making that decision is having business school, because something that business school has done for me since I started last year is like allow me to think that it doesn't have to be this way, you know? Like, I'm working on Yawa and I'm in school and I'm uh, at work full time. And just because that's the situation I'm in, sometimes you can think like, it has to be this way. Like I have to do this this way. And business school just really opened my mind to the idea that no, it doesn't really. Like, you know, one of the first things that we talked about in school was like, what is the function or the purpose of money and, and work, right? Um, and I said okay well that's interesting well the way sorry no please interrupt because I will just talk forever
0: (laughs) (laughs) you guys as you know he had his own podcast so I have to kind of break him into being a guest here (laughs) but no the moment you said that I'm like okay now I'm gonna break it because I do remember or past conversation you mentioned work how you look at work how it's changing and I quote, this is what you said. I'm just reading here because I wrote it down when you were no. chatting You're like, you're now looking at, or let me just say in in your words, how I create value and can be financially rewarded, how you create value and can be financially rewarded. Yes. imagine that's how that's a I think that's a word or sorry, a mouthful. But if you substitute that for how do I go to work and you say, how do I create value and be financially rewarded instead, it's a world of a difference because it's not, it's now this thing that you have to do with intention Mm. and it's not just a job. And it's, if you're like me, it's hard to see work as just a job. It's hard to see anything you do as just the thing I do because we're susceptible to tying it to our identity. But I think even deeper than that is we want to do things with purpose behind it. We're very purposeful beings and that's just how we're wired. Um, And so, yeah, basically with what you're saying is you had a bunch of things that you were doing. It sounds like, um, and you're doing them well, because you were able to build things up, Mm -hmm. build up the podcast. You were doing your, your financial advising job. Well, however, what is the intention? Let's draw back just because you're doing it. Well, does it mean that it's bringing you towards the place that you feel you need to get to in life? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Towards your purpose. And I think um, that's very powerful because you can really hold on to something for a very long time. That's not um, serving you Mm -hmm. or you're not serving it. So yeah, I, I, I think kudos to you for or taking that step and I, I truly agree with you in terms of being back in school it feels like being back at the drawing board and being reminded that hey you have the pen not <laughs> not um, whoever else whatever external factor out there you have the ability to erase go back start again and draw a new path mm-hmm. and for me that's what I experience personally i felt very empowered going back um to school but the fact that it was because i wanted to learn more about business and it wasn't because i felt like i had to Mm -hmm. and because we were in this environment where we're just talking about people who are creating these things creating businesses creating companies that were ultimately successful ultimately providing value like that's super inspirational so it's it's really cool and the program that you're in is could you remind me the name of the program yeah sure it's um management
1: innovation and entrepreneurship it's a master's degree program um and
0: innovation and entrepreneurship yeah got you um, perfect pr- perfect program perfect. to be in yeah
1: perfect um yeah. and i i i'm so glad i found it i'm so glad i had the courage at a time when i wasn't feeling very co- courageous to apply and I put myself up for it And like It's been so rewarding. Um, And, you know, at the center of the discipline or the idea how they teach entrepreneurship is creating value, you know? Um, And like I was like, Mm -hmm. introducing that concept in my mind really did change everything, like you're saying, right? Um, When you think about work or a job as creating value and then getting a financial reward, it changes everything. At least for me, it did. I began to look at like even going into work as a financial advisor, what is the value I'm creating here, right? And one of the reasons I felt enabled to walk away after or doing to challenge that perspective is that like, am I doing anything different than another financial advisor wouldn't be doing, you know? So it's plug and play. So it's not me. Okay, that's an interesting place to start. And then just going back and just, you know, revisiting all of that and then deciding that, you know what, I actually, when I, do work i want to create value that is unique to me right um and is representative Mm -hmm. of myself and then hopefully somebody will pay me for that right and that's essentially what you see with like artists like yourself right like you like nobody can paint like you you know (laughs) um and then hopefully somebody will financially reward you for that painting you know um not hopefully Mm -hmm. you've been doing that so um yeah that's that's my
0: perception thank you yeah yeah, for sure. I think with us artists too, or just creatives in general, it's it's definitely like it's this re- little rebellious streak in like finding out how you can build your own. Like I know this exists, but how do I make my own? And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like it's certainly kind of scary. Like honestly, <laughs> I don't know if you could use a metaphor. Maybe I'll try this with how you're feeling or how that transition felt like from having all these things having your day job and all of that um to how you're feeling now how would you what would you compare it to feeling like does that make sense that's such a poorly constructed question
1: no 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 it's 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 it's, it's a challenge and i think i'm up for it so let me let me think so um so imagine you are, um, you're at a pool party and, mm-hmm. um, and you can see a bunch of your friends, maybe not your friends, but at least people that you admire and they're just having the time of their lives in the pool. Okay. They're just swimming. They're doing laps. They've got balls in there. They just time of their life. It looks like so much fun. Um, but you've never learned how to swim. So you're just standing, mm-hmm. um, and, watching them have fun like you just oh my god these guys are having um the best time um and i guess in this metaphor the people in the water are people that i see out there just living authentically themselves right um and obviously i'm the boy by the water and after some time you're like okay i never did the work to learn how to swim but at some point these guys did and they're having the time of their lives. and i'm here just on the sidelines maybe i'm reading a book maybe it's decent but it's like a tenth of the fun i could be having if i'm in the water yeah right wow. um and then yeah. at some point i'm like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get in and so what happens in scenarios like this you look into the water and the people are like yo come in the water is fine <laughs> right uh, you'll be yeah. totally okay, come in, it's fine, whatever, come in. Um, and and those people are kind of like the people like yourself, like Andrew, who are super encouraging, who are like, you know what, Like, you're not crazy to think this way. Um, and so I have those people. And at some point, you make the decision that, you know what, I'm going to jump in, right? I'm going to come into the water. Um, and that's how I was feeling around the fall of last year, right? How I'm feeling now mm-hmm. is that you jump in, but you jump into the shallow end, obviously, because baby steps, right? Um, yeah. You jump yeah. into the shallow end. But the feeling is that, you know, when you first go into the water and you're like, holy shit, it's cold.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy oh. <laughs> shit, it's cold. You're like, oh, my
1: God, I'm shivering. I'm shivering.
0: Yeah. Uh, and your, I love that so much. Your yeah, Your
1: body and your mind needs time to adjust right um you need Mm -hmm. to regulate your temperature and you need to get equilibrium balance um and that's probably the phase i'm in right now it's cold as hell (laughs) it's cold like i'm a little bit unsure um i'm glad i'm no longer just on my own outside of the pool i've got all these people around me who are like maybe doing laps in the deep end whatever who their bodies are at peace at equilibrium with the temperature of the water um, but I'm still I'm still a little cold. I'm still like mm, shaking a little bit yeah. and figuring it out. But like yeah. I can see that I eventually yeah. I will I will be fine.
0: So yeah. Yeah. How'd I do I know I know you'll be fine. I thought you did excellent. Thank you. And I'm about to cop that. <laughs> I'm about the next person who asks me like what inspired you, I'll be like, imagine there's a pool. <laughs> 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 that was so good no seriously big man ting, as we would say in jamaica that was so good because i'm here saying look how i almost didn't ask you this question and i thought it was kind of tacky but you handled it very well and i think i could relate you said i was one of the people in the pool god god help you bless your soul because i would love to be one of those people running laps in that pool mm. like knowing exactly where i am but i'm also like you i think i'm i'm still Still trying to learn how to be as authentically me as possible and to make sure that everything I'm doing is with intention because I'm very subject to doing a bunch of things and realizing that hey, just because I'm good at it doesn't mean I necessarily want to continue aligning with it. Like it's okay to let things go. So um but yeah, I I, I like to believe that I'm somewhere in the shallow end as well with you. <laughs> or, you know, maybe I'm not freezing, I'm not freezing yet, but yeah, yeah. The time will come. Awesome. Yeah. Um. But yeah, really good answer. And then you also like we were talking about fair recently as well. Mm. And um, you you said something powerful. A quote like by by Marianne Williamson. I Williams or Williamson? Uh, I actually don't know. Over- yeah. yeah. I think it's Williamson.
1: But I, yeah, she ran for Williamson. president at some point. Google her. Like people, you'll be you'll find her somewhere. Well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you were basically saying that. You believe a lot to do with why we don't really jump or push ourselves to enter the pool. Mm-hmm. I'll use your words um, is not fear of failure. Sometimes it's fear of success, mm-hmm. right? And we were, I was talking to in one of my past episodes with Lukey about fear is it real and whatnot? Mm-hmm. But you did mention um, that you believe fear of success can show itself in different forms. Mm-hmm um and it could be kind of disguised as procrastination it could be disguised as what did you say laziness which i thought was super interesting could you talk more about that
1: yeah for sure i mean like this this idea still feels a little bit half-baked because like i was trying to understand my own feeling around my performance in school um but but I, i do kind of like see how it makes sense at least in in my life, I don't want anyone to try and apply yeah. this to themselves. But basically, the quote is, I don't know you if you said it, but um, our biggest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our biggest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. Um, and it, it goes on. And there's another line yeah. that talks about um, it's our own greatness or something that terrifies us or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I do think people should check out the full quote. And if you haven't watched Coach Carter with Samuel L. Jackson, it's a great film. Um, very good not that he needs my oh, my plug <laughs> um but <laughs> 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 just randomly plugs um no but i, I think I was, it's all good i was trying to understand why i was having a difficult time like you know getting started on assignments that like i was super fascinated by the subject matter um and like i would you know read the course module and stuff but like i just wouldn't begin on the assignment right like it's just a really weird thing because one it's it's the opposite to my personality like in terms like i like you know if something interests me and i have an idea around something i like to get started on it right away and just like you know fail quickly in that sense um but around this assignment like i just couldn't get my head around it you know like the due date came the due date passed and like i didn't start it you know and it created a lot of stress in my mind it was around the time too that I was um, thinking about, you know, leaving work and leaving Yawa and leaving um, the podcast and all that stuff. So maybe there were external factors, but, you know, I, I kind of talked about it with a friend and one of the core things that, you know, they were able to help me see was that like, one, I'd been doing well enough in the program. And then two, for me, like just thinking about it, it was like, I felt like I was afraid, to get in there and produce incredible work because then I would have to hold myself to the standard of incredible work consistently, right? Um, yeah. And it is that success yeah. or it is success, but it's that like quality that like, I'm afraid to bring out of myself because then people will see that and then people will go, oh, that's good. And then now whenever I do work, people are gonna expect good work um
0: Good work. So it's now this added pressure of like, oh boy, how do I outdo myself this time? Exactly. They'll um, use M M M J Michael Jackson as one of the folks who kind of went through that battle publicly with his music before he passed away. Oh, did he?
1: Like uh, a lot. Um, is there is there like an interview or stuff that he did around this?
0: Well, I don't, I don't know if there is an interview, Mm. but basically he was a perfectionist. Mm. Um, That's kind of well known. And then um, I think it was Thriller that did, was the album that did very well. And the people around him said that he was always looking to find ways to top Thriller. Mm. So I think... um, it could be a, you know, it could be a cycle. It could be a cycle of now I'm successful. How do I stay here? What do I have to give, right? In order to stay here. And that's a real fear. That's a real, that's a valid, very valid feeling. Mm -hmm. But when it gets in the way of you ever like feeling that initial, like if you can't even get there to begin with, because of that fear then maintaining it shouldn't even be like top of mind mm. because you're already right now what you're doing is you're you're setting yourself behind you're standing in your own way to the point where you just yeah you, you'll you never know the feeling you'll be stuck with a what if you'll be stuck with a regret like it's now this gray area mm. fast forward you're at the end of your lifetime and you'll never know mm. you'll never know so it's Do you feel like, and I ask myself this sometimes, like, do I feel okay with never knowing? Do I feel okay with living with this regret? Mm -hmm. Am I okay enough with this what if? Mm -hmm. Or should I try and exercise, push myself, challenge myself into this space, knowing well, good and well that like, if it doesn't work out, at least I tried. And sometimes that at least I tried, although it didn't work out feeling is so much better than that constant like how
1: would I know would it have yeah
0: how do I yeah oh, yeah
1: geez. so listening to you speak right now um it's kind of helped me uncover the first time I felt this feeling and why I was able to recognize it so quickly quickly uh, way after my due date but um <laughs> while well, I was able to recognize it like, <laughs> again um and let me know if you're willing to go there but I think The first time I was able to recognize this feeling was how I showed up in a relationship I was in.
0: Tune in for more gems in part two and remember to hit that subscribe button if you're enjoying this so far. You can also keep up with Life on Hi-Fi on socials and Most Live on IG. I love hearing from you, so I invite you to leave comments, reviews and feedback. You guys, this really helps me to bring more visibility to Life on Hi-Fi. I put a lot of love and effort into producing these so you know I would love if you could help me share the positive vibes. Most importantly stay Gucci, stay fly and keep creating.